Okay. Um, so let's go ahead and start with our Christmases. Um, what did you get for Christmas? Yeah. So biggest gift, I got an iPad with the magic keyboard and a pencil, which I'm really excited about for school purposes. Take notes on, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got set up set up pretty well. That was from old Santa Claus. And then moving on from that, let's see, I gotta think about it. My favorite soccer team is Chelsea, so I got a I got a little bit of Chelsea stuff. I got a USA World Cup jersey, which I'm really, really excited about because it, it's it's awesome. I think I'm gonna frame it and put it I have a collection of jerseys that are framed that I keep just because I like to look at them. Yeah. And then if I ever want to wear it, I'll pull it off and wear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I got that. And then I got some new Birkenstocks. And I got some got some new Air Maxes. They're like all white. And they got some brown on there. They're pretty cool. Sheesh. Uh, okay. I'm trying to think of what else. That's that's pretty much the bulk of it. I got pretty much everything I asked for. Mm. And um, it, it was overall really good. Yeah. I um, I have to say the same. Um, I don't, I don't want to say that one gift was my biggest, one was bigger than the other, but I got a lot of neat things. I got yeah. a record player that I asked for. Um, I got some cash, so I was actually able to go out and shop for some new and some used records, uh, there you go. to put on there, so that's pretty cool, uh, which I've never owned a record player before, so it was pretty cool to learn how to use one. Not that it's, you know, not straightforward, but it was cool to do for the first time. Yeah, I've never had one either, but it's always been something I've been interested in. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else did I get? Oh, I got a new phone. The iPhone 14. So, nice. there's that. Um, the camera is kind of crazy, because I had the XR. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you had When it was jump. new. So, yeah. Mine was fairly old. Which I think was that the ten is when the before the ten actually, so I think I have around the same time. Yeah, I have was not used to this new camera, so I'm still in awe of all the the quality jump that my pictures have taken. Yeah, that everything's probably taken. Yeah, um, let's see what else. I got some new shoes, so that's pretty cool. Uh, and some clothes. Did you get those? Uh. Did you get those Phytol shoes that you had talked about? Yes. Um, so those were actually custom made, like Nike shoes. Like I designed them on the website and then ordered them. Uh-huh. And so on the heel, on the left one, it says Phi. And then on the right one, it says Tall. So That's pretty neat. It's like a commemorative. And what I can't decide is whether I want to wear them and represent or we keep them as somewhat of a memento when everyone signed them and we put them like with the trophies in a trophy case i like that idea because that way they can stay fresh yeah you know and and you know give it 50 years yeah they'll be vintage well would you wait for our next rush class or would you do it with the founding fathers i i definitely want to get everyone that's there now before they yeah. graduate because oh, yeah. they were the re the refounding members of the chapter so that would be really interesting to see 
But yeah, I agree. Eventually, if more and more people sign it, as more and more people rush and get accepted, that can be somewhat of a traditional thing. That's true. That I can leave behind. That is true. So, I'm, still, I, uh, I'm wrestling with that. I also got a new phone. Um, <clears throat> mine was not for Christmas, though, so we have an upgrade plan in our family. And my upgrade was not ready yet, but the way that it worked was I was going to get like a, a large sum of money to turn in my old phone. And that was going to cover pretty much the rest. I think I ended up paying like $30 just to go ahead and do it. And so I got mm-hmm. I got the new uh, 14 as well, and I really like it. Now, I went from a 12 to a 14, so it wasn't as big of a jump as you had. Oh, okay. But. I'm pretty sure, uh, because the gift was technically from my mom, and she did it for everyone, so everyone got a new phone. But I'm pretty sure ours was also like a plan thing where we upgraded it. Yeah. Um, which is always nice because well, I always also, forget that it exists after yeah, I have my phone it, for like two years. That makes it easy because your upgrades will all be due at the same time if mm-hmm. if that is how it works. So maybe yeah. new phones will be a Christmas thing for a while. What would you say your favorite part of Christmas was overall? Ooh, what a loaded question. Yeah. Um, I think... That our Christmas Eve dinner was my favorite part. So, um, go ahead. Before you continue, uh, I just want to apologize to all of our listeners. We're talking about Christmas when it's January 3rd. <laughs> um, so, uh, we actually just took like a week off mm-hmm. to enjoy the holidays with our families and everything. Yeah. Um, but you can expect us to be back every Monday, every week, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I mean, as you all know, we're both college students. Um, I go to school farther from home than Joe does, but it's just as important to both of us to spend time with family while we can, and so we both decided it would be best to just take some time off and enjoy the time with our families. <clears throat> but with that being said... Christmas Eve dinner yeah, was Christmas dinner. yes my yeah. favorite part. Um, we always do an appetizer dinner. We don't do like a full dinner, if that makes sense. Mm. So what we do is like kind of like a feast. Yeah, kind of thing. like we do like finger food. So we have like little ham sandwich sliders that we do. We have like a potato casserole that my grandma makes. It's really good. We have spinach dip. But our whole oh, I love spinach yes, dip. our whole family comes together. And we eat this Christmas Eve dinner. Like a potluck. Yeah, basically. And after everybody leaves, so when it's just our family, we always open a Christmas Eve present. But every year it's pajamas. So we get to to open that. But it's always fun, you know, because we don't get to know what kind of pajamas it is, so it's always a surprise. But we get to, you know, wake up and do Christmas in family pajamas and stuff and which this year for Christmas was a little different because it was on a Sunday. And I know for me, like, we didn't go to church, but we watched it. So we, like, woke up and did our breakfast, and then we watched church, and then we did presents, when usually it's, like, wake up, eat breakfast, do presents. You know what I mean? So we had to wait a little right. longer this year. Um, 
which I'm not complaining about by any means. It was just a little different. That sounds a little rewarding, though. Yeah. I mean... Or, uh, you know, it would be for me. Anyway. It is... A good way to start the, the reason for the season, as far as my religious standpoint suggests. So it wasn't like something really? I was mad about. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, let's well, see. What about you? What What was your favorite part what? of Christmas? See, that's what I'm thinking. There were a lot of good parts. Um, I can't think of one in particular that I would say is my favorite. I really enjoyed the fact that our Christmas was very white this year. Yes. Compared to um, previous Christmases. Like, very... Very, very snowy. Yes, it was. And, you know... Like, you could not even get out of your driveway. For a couple Christmases, it hasn't been white. It's just been, uh, you know... It's very refreshing to look out the window on Christmas morning and just see blankets and blankets of snow. Yes. I agree. That was, um, that was good. So we, we woke up, we opened presents, and then after we enjoyed them for a little bit, we went outside and played in the snow. I was only outside for like 10 minutes. Um, I woke up and didn't even say hi to anyone, <laughs> funny enough. I woke up Christmas morning like super early, like four o'clock, oh and I went outside just because I wanted to see. Well, I, I just you know it was out of anticipation, mm-hmm. and I I managed to do it every year. I don't know how my body yeah can't wake up for know, class, but we but, can wake up before Christmas, right? Right, exactly. It's um, I walk outside and I just see this all this white, and it was kind of ethereal because I was alone. Everyone was asleep, um, so it was pretty cool. That was a kind of a cool memory that i made yeah just a little bit of solitude which that's always nice before Chris, before all the chaos i mean yeah. on the topic of solitude i've been uh deer hunting as we talked about in the last episode that i was mm-hmm. thinking about doing it and i have been so the day that all the snow hit right i was in a blind so i was like watching it all come down wow yeah, and it was very very like I think therapeutic. Yeah, but I think peaceful would be the best word to describe it. Like it, I was just still. I was quiet. Oh, I'm sure. Just watching, you know, weather that we don't usually get nowadays just pour out of the skies. Yeah. And that was really, I think that was really needed for me, because you know, even though we're out of school, I tend to find myself stressing about a lot of things, and so just to be able to sit and be still, you know, it was very yeah. beneficial for me. It's good, I think. I don't do it enough as much as I used to anyway. I don't think I do it enough now as much as I did in high school. Just because I seem to be more busy now. Which I like to do in high school because I've always thought that it's a good thing to have dialogue with yourself. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because if you don't have dialogue with yourself you're not going to have good dialogue with anyone else. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I think that that's always something important to have. Yeah. But apart from enjoying the weather, um, I really enjoyed uh, being with my family this year. Not that I don't enjoy that in previous Christmases, mm-hmm. but I feel like this year everyone was at a good age uh, too, and no one had like anything else to do. Usually there's always other stuff going on that we do, but this year we were all together and it was good. Yeah. 
I feel like being in school and for me, uh, for me at least, just like going to school far away, coming home makes me appreciate the time with my family more than when I was in high school being here every day, which right. I still appreciated, but at the same time I took it for granted because, you know, I was coming home every day. I would see my parents every day. I'd see my sister every day. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I got to school, <clears throat> I actually, you know, do you remember when we all gathered on the lawn for the parents' send-off our first day? Uh, oh, I do. So I actually, actually told my mom, I said, we don't have to say goodbye because I'm coming home. I'm not staying here. And she was like, why? And I was like, I don't know anybody here. I don't want to leave you guys, you know. This is very new for me, and I just don't want to be here. And she was like, no, you're going to stay. Like, You want this. You know, I know it's hard right now. And so ever since then, I've, it's been easier but also more apparent that I need to appreciate the time that I have with my family. Yeah, I would definitely have to agree with that. Um but now that I'm, in retrospect, I'm thinking about it, when I was on that lawn with my mom, she started crying, obviously, as any mother mm-hmm. would, and I hugged her, and I told her bye, and it was kind of the opposite. She kind of looked at me, and she said, you know, I love you, you're going to be great here, and all this and that, and I was like, thanks mom, I love you, bye, yeah. and I was kind of just ready. You know, well, see, I, I thought kinda... I was going into it, and then I saw, you know, my mom and my sister, like, crying, and I was like, oh, gosh, yeah. I don't think I'm ready for this at all. I I thought I was ready, and I was excited to see the outcome of me, you know, being in college, mm-hmm. but it hit me a little later, because you said that you were feeling it right there, oh, and yeah. that you wanted to go yeah, home, it was immediate. and you were going to get tired of it. Mine was a little bit prolonged. Well, I guess prolonged isn't the right word, but it was delayed. Okay. Um, I didn't start feeling it until I was, like, middle of my first semester, and I was like, dude, I was ready to go into this, and I don't know why, because it sucks. Yeah. It's horrible. But then I started meeting friends and talking to new people. I've definitely changed as a person. I feel like everybody does and will and probably should, you know? Yeah. It's a... It's a good feeling to know that you can do at least, I want to say, 50% of the things in your life on your own that you didn't used to do alone. I would almost say that you know? it's more. I would be interested to know the actual number on that because, yeah, you know. The math would be interesting. Well, you got to think about people that are forced to be on their own. Like, I know I'm not forced, right. but in the sense of I can't just run home. There's mm-hmm. been a lot of things that, like, I didn't even realize that, like, was it was just done for me. And then I had to figure out how to do it on my own. Right. Like, going to the grocery. I didn't know where anything in the grocery yeah, was. for real. I had no idea. I mean, that's just a simple thing of, like, you know, I would never even think about going to the grocery when I was in high school. Because there was, I mean, Mom just did it for us. And then I get to school, and I'm like, man, I am hungry and the calf's closed, and I can either, you know, go to the grocery or go spend money on food every day. Yeah, which I have found out that 
going out to eat instead of just going to the grocery is so much more expensive. Oh, yeah, it's bad. It's horrible. Yeah, it's bad. And it's not even, like... I, I just have found a newfound love for going to the grocery store and making food myself. Mm-hmm. Because, one, you can make it exactly how you like it. True. You can make anything you want. True. Which I know this sounds stupid coming from me that it just... This has always been a thing. And I'm just like, it hasn't ever hit me before like it has this past year and a half. Mm-hmm. That I'm just like, holy crap. I can literally make whatever I want. <laughs> like, I know this sounds really, really stupid. Well, not necessarily. I mean, because it's always like, for me at least, my mom would come home from work and be like, all right, what do you want for dinner? And it would always be something that we'd have to agree on as a family. But now it's like, yeah, I get out of class. It's like 2 p.m. I'm like, you know, what do I want to do for dinner tonight? And I can literally the do whatever I want. The kitchen is your oyster. Whatever I want. Yeah. It's it's cool. Uh, it's so much cheaper, for one. Uh, and it's also a good skill to have to know how to at least cook some things. That isn't ramen or popcorn. Yeah. Mac and cheese. Or goat cheese. Yeah. Well, I think so. just on this topic, one thing that... Uh, well... Let me put it this way. Another thing that I've really come to appreciate is the value of a dollar. Yeah, definitely. I can say easily coming into school, I did not understand the value of a dollar. And I can also say that I'm not sure I completely do now, but I have more of an understanding now than I did when I came into school. And if, if I had any... I definitely... Go ahead. I, if, if I had any advice for anybody going into school, it would be... Do as much as you can to learn the value of a dollar so that you don't, you know, make yourself go broke within the first couple months of school. Because it can happen. Yeah. It, I mean, it can happen. It definitely can. Because it, yeah, there it's have, just, it adds up. There have been times. It adds up so fast. Yeah, no, it, it exactly. Exactly. And it's faster than you think. Too. Oh, yeah. Like, it's immediate. Well, like you. Because one day you look at your phone, you check your bank account, and you're down to $15. Yeah. To your name. Yeah, and you're like, you're like, but how? Um, and you go back, and it's like, oh, well, I went to McDonald's this oh, way. Oh, that's how. I went to Burger yeah. King this day. You know, I mean, like, you got to think, if you're going out every day, and, I mean, food now, what? What would you say you could get? Ten bucks for one person? Eight, maybe? Yeah. You're doing that every Depending day? I go. mean, just in a week. You know, if, let's say it's ten dollars in a week. That's seventy dollars if you do it every day. Then that's just once a day. For a meal for one person? Mm-hmm. It's all portions, too. Yeah. It's not like they give you a bunch for anywhere. Right. That you'll go. Right. And then when you do Um, order a bunch, it costs more. One thing that I would like to bring up related to this topic is that a lot of people like to make um, some changes in their life at the start of the new year. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I actually ended up making last year as a resolution of mine was to spend less when I knew I didn't have to spend money Mm -hmm. and it has helped me gravely would you say what percentage of the time would you say you followed this resolution I would say actively thinking to myself I could spend money on the money on this but I don't think I need to and then I ended up not. I'd probably say about sixty percent of the time. So let me. The other forty. Let me. Let me stop uh, Was you mostly for a FOMO. <laughs> let me. 
Let me stop you for a second because this has just made me think of a memory. Of oh, there have been times. Well, there have been times of struggle. <laughs> no, not even not even struggle. It was we had gone to Walmart, and then we went to oh, Smoothie gosh. King. Do you remember? Do you remember this? <laughs> yes. And we all ordered. Yes, the I three do. of us ordered, and then you come in behind, and you're like, you're like, <laughs> ma'am, what what do I have to do to get a free smoothie? Well, they're about to close too. You can't leave that part out. Yeah, I guess that's true. And she just goes. <laughs> What do you want? And you tell her, and she's like, I'll make it for you. But what gets me the most is you pull out your wallet and drop $2 in the tip jar, showing her that you have money. You just wanted a free smoothie. Yeah, I don't, I'm pretty sure I didn't even put them in the jar. You just handed it to her? I don't think I did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was, it was, uh, it was a personal. That is, that, I don't know that I'll ever forget that. And, like, you just saying that sparked that, and I, I just had to share. <laughs> well, you know, I could have paid for the smoothie, but I didn't want to. Oh, I don't blame you. Uh, but the fact but the fact that she did it for me, I just wanted to get, show her some gratitude. Yeah, and I think so, you should have, but I don't know. I just thought it was – I just remember looking back, and I'm like, he really just got a free hey, smoothie. And then I just – For all you listening out there, you don't know until you try. That's all I have to say. Yeah, that is not expert advice, and if you get into legal trouble, it's not our fault. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. No, we're not responsible for anything you do. Um, Anyway, um, (laughs) I think it's also important that you, if you make a resolution that you should, should, theoretically, you should keep it 100% of the time. Yeah. But also know that no one's perfect. That, and I you know? feel like you should know yourself enough to not set unrealistic goals. Yeah, like, that's also you, a good point. Let me just think of an example. If you know that you love, let's just say, buying people gifts, right? Just something simple. Which I feel like is a, a real world thing. Some people love giving gifts. Don't, I know don't I do. make a New Year's resolution to spend less money on other people. Because for one, it just takes away from what makes you happy. And two, it's probably not going to be something that you can keep up and still be like, you know, like I said, keeping yourself happy. Because if that's something that makes you happy, then that's something that you should do. But I agree with that. Yeah. So on the other hand, if you do make a New Year's resolution, it is so important to stick to it just to show yourself that you can. Does that make sense? Uh, Yes. I would like to throw in to that because I agree that you should not make a New Year's resolution that will make you unhappy. But at the same time, I feel like if something is harming you that you cannot stop yourself from doing, then you should try with all your might to stop yeah, it. Like as a resolution, something as easily as easy as you know gambling. If you know you're spending too much money, <laughs> as easy. One of the biggest addictions in the world it's it's just easy to think of is gambling like if you know you're spending too much money you know why not make it a resolution and then have an accountability partner that you can be like hey i just spent Mm -hmm. you know twenty dollars or that's very even to make it simple set yourself an allowance whether it be you know bi-weekly monthly however you want to do it right and just have and you don't have to go that you can be like hey you don't have to go it alone yeah exactly i mean i'm sure if you struggle with somebody 
there or if you struggle with something, there's somebody in your life that struggles with the same thing. Oh, I, I would be willing to bet. And if they don't struggle with the same thing, there's definitely someone out there that yeah. loves you enough that they're going to keep you from doing it whether they struggle with or it or not. Or that person you reach out to, they may know somebody. You know what I mean? Like, Right. But on the topic of New Year's resolutions, it is important to make realistic goals that you feel you can follow, but don't make it so easy that it doesn't push you. Right? Right. Like, it can't just be go for a walk. Yeah, go for a walk once, once a week. A, once okay, a everybody can do that. Yeah. Instead, uh, I actually, you know, now that we're talking about it, I don't even think I've thought of a New Year's resolution. So I have. I want... Which some people, I want to say that some people think it's goofy because nobody even, like, they people say that no one keeps up with their resolutions. I don't feel like... But I feel like the people that do... Yeah. They forget that it's a resolution because it turns into a habit. Well, yeah, it just becomes part you of know? your day or your week or your, your lifestyle. Yeah. And that's that just goes back to don't make something unrealistic that's going to you know alter your life, unless it's going to better you, right? Yeah. But for me, this year I made a resolution. Yeah, what's your, what's your resolution? I really want to get in the gym three to four times a week just to have a healthy you know, body. Because I've had a lot of injuries playing sports growing up, and it's caused me to have arthritis in my shoulder. And my doctor said the only thing I can really do is strengthen it. And so for me, it's not like a I want to be ripped and you know be like whatever. It's I want to keep my body healthy to prolong a good life for as long as I can. Right. That's so like longevity yeah. purposes. Yeah. That's just as good of a reason as you know. For people that want to get stronger, yeah. higher endurance, yeah, I agree. I feel like that's just important. Yeah. I mean, if you if you want to go to so, the gym because you want to get skinny, then that you do it. That is a great reason. More power to you. Yeah, it's a great reason. I want to do it because I want to be able to, you know, be as healthy as possible for as long as possible. Yeah, um, I feel like, and it doesn't even have to necessarily be going to the gym. Which you can do that because it's accessible yeah. and probably good for you because you're younger and you have that sort of mobility. Yeah. But, like, for example, I have my great-grandpa, he's like 96. Oh, man. And he was still mowing his lawn. <laughs> like, he's just, he's staying active. Like, that's all it is. That's all you need. Well, I'm not going to say that's all you need, obviously. But it makes a big difference. Yeah, I agree. In your life just keeping your brain active just as much as your body yeah it's no matter almost, what it is it almost is a brain thing it's just like keeping your brain you know it's like not sleeping in till 12 every day keep it simulated yeah keep it awake so you know when you're awake you're productive when you're asleep you're not and i do not like to be non-productive i, yeah. I don't like to be I'm not saying I've never done it, but I don't enjoy being lazy. I don't enjoy sitting around all day. If I feel like I haven't done something productive in a day, I seriously will feel like I wasted a day. Well, I mean, it's true. Yeah. I mean, that's the facts. It is. I I have found myself being lazy. Like three or four hours will go by, and I'll be like, wow, I haven't done anything Mm -hmm. in three or four hours when I could have done something. And... You know, I don't stress over it, obviously, because time is 
never, you know, you can't get back time. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, let's see what I can do in the next three to four hours that can make up for that, you know? Yeah, I get that. That's just what goes through my brain. I get that. And I think but that that's a, what that's I a would, good option. Yeah. Uh, what I would like to relate to it, though, is sometimes when you make a habit, well, not, I don't, I don't want to say habit because it's easy to do a habit, mm-hmm. but whenever you want to do something productive that you want to keep doing, it can be difficult to keep doing that sometimes when you have other distractions or other things that you want to do. So you said that your resolution was going to the gym more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what do you think you're going to be able to do to keep up with that? Like, why Why is that important to you? I know you said longevity. Yeah. So um, as far Just for as, health. As but far what's going to keep you motivated? Yeah. What's going to keep me motivated? So I would say, I mean, it's like I suggested earlier, accountability partners. I feel like if you have somebody that you can actually trust to be your accountability partner and just give you a little you know it could be something as easy as hey did you do this today or hey did you not do this today you know that's enough Mm -hmm. to trigger in your brain to be like man i was really supposed to do that and i didn't so i think for me i'm gonna i'm gonna have an accountability partner that can either you know go with me or say hey did you do this today and if not you need to get up and go do it I feel like that's a really good approach because for me personally, if I'm putting myself in that spot and thinking about if someone asked me, like if I had an accountability partner and someone asked me if I had done the thing I told them I wanted to do Mm -hmm. and I ended up saying no, Mm -hmm. I would feel embarrassed. Exactly. Like I would feel humiliated. Yes. And I feel like as bad of a feeling as it is to be humiliated, Mm -hmm. it is a really good motivator. It is. I agree. Because apart from other things, it makes you feel bad, not in your own eyes, but in someone else's eyes. Well, and, and that it may not even make them think differently of you, but in your brain, it's going to be almost impossible to not wonder if that's yeah. the case. And, you know, for me anyway, my mindset is if I have to sit there and wonder what they think of me, and I don't like that feeling, mm-hmm. the only thing I can do to stop that is like stop that anxiety is to do what they want me to do yeah you know mm-hmm. do what i know i need to do yeah and it'll be fine and now if you're doing that for someone that doesn't really support you yeah and they want you to do something that you know you shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. that's a whole different story yeah and that's where i was about to lead into is you know don't choose an accountability partner just because you know you want to look cool to them or you know, they do it so you can do it. Choose somebody that you trust or somebody that you love because you're going to be able to tell them the reason, the real hard reason that you want to do it. And yeah. it's going to be more motivation for them to it tell you. It needs to be you. someone in your best interest. Yes, and it'll be Ideally. more motivation for them to tell you to get up off your butt and go do it. And it'll, it'll in the long run, both of you will be more successful in the role that you play in the scenario. It's good bonding too. Mm-hmm. Like if there was someone that I didn't know well, but I knew I could trust them. Mm-hmm. And then we got to the point in a relationship where they could come tell me while I was sitting on my couch 
to get up off my butt and go to the gym. Yeah. Then you know that's gonna that's gonna leave an impact on me, and it's probably gonna leave an impact on them as well. Yeah, so, I, I would agree with that. I don't really think there's a downside to having an accountability partner as far as getting something done that you want to get done. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be for New Year's resolutions either. It could be for anything in life. You know, accountability partners. We've beat into it today, and I think it's just because we both agree that it is hard to fail if you're both driven to get to your goal. Yes. 100%. So what about you? You said you hadn't really thought about New Year's resolution. You know, what better time than now? I guess if I were to think about any... Okay, so here is the way I think about it. Mm-hmm. When I think of a New Year's resolution, I don't get, you know, cliche or I just don't pick something just because I want to pick it. Right. I like to think of things that are wrong with my life mm-hmm. and that can be my resolution. Yeah. I would say Which, that that's a healthy place to be. Yeah, just being I, able to identify that there's something wrong in your life is a big, well, a big deal. It's good. To, it's good to be beside yourself too, and then you know, be able to look at yourself and see the. I don't want to say see the uh, errors. Well, you could just not say necessarily see, see the bad. Well, yeah, I mean, see the bad, but it's not something to dwell on, because a lot of people do that just to do it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's un- and they claim it's unhealthy, but it can be good because, I mean, that's just something else to fix, you know? Or, I mean, not so even necessarily I think, fix, just work on. Right. You know, nobody's ever going to get mad at you, you for can only improve. on yourself. Right. Um, I guess I eat a lot of sugar, <laughs> which I know that I just said cliché. And that is really cliche. I mean, I said But gym. I eat a lot of candy. I said gym. That's probably the number one New Year's resolution yeah. every year. Yeah. I was at the gym the other day, and there were way too many people there at 8 o'clock at night. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm not saying, I'm not encouraging you to quit out of your resolution. Oh, I understand. But, but I also understand <laughs> it'll probably fall off within two months. It will. I guarantee it. And it makes it better for me. But... <laughs> As far as this lesson goes, don't do it. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. But anyway, um, like I said, I ate a lot of candy. I went to the dentist. Speaking of which, I'm getting my wisdom teeth taken out tomorrow. I'm not excited. <laughs> um, You'll be all right. So by the time the next episode comes out, I'll have some stories. Well, maybe some I mean, when I got mine out. Description of videos. Yeah. When I got mine out, uh, the next day I rested, and then the day after that I went to Boston. So... Oh, if God. it's any, uh, did they did they use gas or IV? Uh, you know, I don't remember. So whatever it was, it worked. Um, Amnesia is usually a side effect. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, yeah, I rested the next day, and the next day I was I was feeling good, and I went to Boston with my stepdad and stepbrother and watched the Patriots game. Hey, that did work for me. I mean, I was I was honestly fine. Yeah. I, they said that it's just going to relax me super yeah, super bad. Yeah. But um, they're doing it by IV, okay. which I hear that it's better. Okay. So I'm not too worried about it. But anyway, I went to the dentist and I had two cavities, mm-hmm. which the last time I had a cavity was years ago. Did they Maybe fill like them? five or six years ago. They're going to okay. when they put me to sleep. Oh, okay. So they're going to fill two birds with one stone. Yeah. Or kill two birds with one stone. Ha! <laughs> I said Phil. But, um, 
Yeah. So that kind of resonated with me mm-hmm. because the last cavity I had didn't hurt, but these hurt. Yeah. I bite down and my teeth hurt. Well, are your sinuses and bad right now? No, not really. So I had a cavity a couple of weeks ago and my sinuses are really bad. And the pressure, like, pushing against my face, every time I would take a step, my cavity hurt. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it was bad. Wow. Um, speaking of sinuses, they said that they'd have to be careful with mine because my sinuses are, like, super deep with my teeth. Mm-hmm. Like, they're super intertwined. Really? So, my upper teeth, yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's where your sinuses are. Right. Right above your upper jaw. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like they, I was reading a pre-op paper and it said that I could not sneeze if I have to. I have to do it with my mouth open <laughs> to relieve any pressure. What? Or else for I can really, yeah, for like a week. Oh my gosh, that actually, that sounds yeah. miserable. It yeah. Because what? I mean, well, that's what, what it said. But I mean, it makes sense though. Yeah, it because, makes sense. But what if you do it in your sleep? I don't know. They said that it could really mess things up. If you have, well, it's mainly because it creates pressure in your mouth and your sinuses. No, yeah, I, and I, I get that part, but with the blood and everything, yeah. trying to heal. The biggest advice I have to you and anybody that listens that's going to get their wisdom teeth taken out: do not use a straw. Oh, because yeah. dry sockets. They advised heavily. Yes, I I did not have dry sockets, luckily, but a couple of my buddies did. My and mom did. They said it was one of the worst pains that they've ever had. Yeah, it's my mom said it wasn't fun. She had a bunch. She had to go back multiple times because of her dry sockets. Oh. But uh, yeah, I'll be staying away from those. But anyway, back to the resolution. I need to stop eating sugar and eating more not sugar. <laughs> um, so would you say you want to stop sugar completely or would you say you want to lessen? Uh, I feel like... As much as I eat it now, I should probably stop it completely for at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. At least four or five months completely. And then when I go back to it, mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know, once every two weeks and then go up from there. So you're saying no candy? Cold turkey. Cold turkey. No candy. No soft drinks. I mean, how else do you start? I mean, I agree. How else do you start? I mean, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And if you got to start somewhere, why not start somewhere the hardest? Yep. I could have worded that better, but <laughs> it's fine. The point was made. The point was made. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, I do. So, there you go. There's my resolution. And I say that with candy sitting on my desk right now looking at me. I currently have a zero sugar ginger ale in front of me. So... There's you a viable option. It's pretty good. Well, see, I was thinking about that. Um, I hear that a lot of zero sugar drinks yeah. are like the alternative is even worse for you. Zero sugar is worse for you? Yeah. Why is that? Like the sweetener alternative that they use uh-huh. in like pop drinks and stuff. Yeah. Which I don't know about ginger ale. So Oh, I don't I don't know. But don't. I'm just I'm just saying like Coke Zero. Yeah. You know, Sprite Zero, uh-huh. all that stuff. It's bad for your teeth or what? I don't know 
exactly what it is. You just know it's not good. That's bad for you. I just know that a lot of people, a lot of professionals say that it's not great. Interesting. Which I don't drink pop anyway, Uh so it's not a problem. And for those of you that thinks it's soda, you're wrong. (laughs) Well, um, while you're on the topic of too much sugar, I drink way too much caffeine. And you can say that you've seen this firsthand. Yeah. Yeah. You might have to take on two resolutions. I think that I should. I don't think I'll go cold turkey because I don't think that that would be reasonable for me. Just, you know. Well, caffeine's a drug. Yeah. So. Well, being (laughs) being honest with myself, cold turkey on caffeine for me would not be reasonable. No. Um, But lowering my intake is definitely reasonable. And probably something that I should do, especially with my newfound heart problems. (laughs) What I have found when... Well, I don't want to say quitting other things because I've never, like, quit anything. Mm -hmm. But um, what I would do in terms of you quitting caffeine is start with whenever you want something, drink it. The next time you want something, ask yourself, did I give it to myself last time? If the answer is yes, then you skip it. If the answer is no, then you do it. Interesting. and then you make a change to where you only do it one out of three times and then one out of four and then you get to the point where you don't even want it anymore Mm because it's not a big part of your life that's that's a very interesting strategy that i've never heard before but i really like and i feel like it's applicable to a lot of things yeah it could i mean you can have an addiction to anything anyone can be addicted to anything easily i would say one of the biggest things people are addicted to now are phones yeah 100 percent I mean, which I don't really find myself struggling with staying off of my phone because there are a lot of other things that I can dedicate my attention to. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of other people out there that don't like to dedicate their attention to a lot of other things. Yeah, I mean, I literally know people that walk around with their phone in their face. It's and I'm like mostly social media too. Well, yeah, but I'm which just is like, crazy. Hey, look at this world around you. Um, yeah, you know your your life isn't confined it's there. to this device. It's not going to go away. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it could go away if you keep staring at your phone. Literally. But anyway, You're just wasting away. I mean, how are people listening to us, right? <laughs> well, I guess that's true. But you know, if you're listening to us in a car, then don't, everything's don't text good and in drive. moderation. Don't text and yeah. drive. Everything is good in moderation. That's a very very true statement. Everything. I mean, sure, amounts are different Yeah. for everything, but everyone knows that, I hope. Well, some things aren't good at all. You probably shouldn't do drugs. Yeah, don't do drugs. <laughs> don't, you know, don't kill somebody. That's yeah, bad, too. Yeah, you shouldn't do that in moderation. You should just not do that at all, probably. A good moderation for killing is zero. Zero. Unless it's animals, which I will condone. Yes. Hunting is a great way to get out. And be peaceful and just sit by yourself. It's a great way to learn things about yourself. Yes. There's no red dye one in fresh beef. (laughs) That is true. That is true. Red dye one, red dye two, whatever it is. 40, I think, is the official number. You know, I didn't know people were allergic to that. I I didn't know people were allergic to a lot of those. I know we're off on a crazy tangent, but I have a friend who's, like, allergic to red dye. I guess it's 40, and, like, he cannot have it. That's nuts. And he, like, went through some of the things he couldn't have, and, like, I was like, man, 
you really can't it's have not these? even like well what's crazy to me is i know nothing okay so their category falls into red dye 40 but i know it's a lot of different things mm-hmm. because a lot of different types of foods have it let me versus let me just uh, my mom that has a gluten allergy you can usually tell if there's gluten in something but mm-hmm. things with re- if you grouped a bunch of things with red dye 40 together it's going to be all kinds of different foods well let me uh let me look this up real quick um because I, I would be interested to know what kinds of things this truly is in, if that makes sense. All right. Let me Let, join you. Yeah, so I have a little list here. It says, foods that contain red dye 40. Number one, breakfast cereals. Soda yeah. and other soft drinks, which that makes sense. Condiments, I guess that would also make sense. Puddings. Dairy products. Ice cream, sherbet, flavored milks, frozen yogurt. This one's kind of surprising. Baked goods. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I, Oh, I guess, maybe because of like yeah. red velvet cake? Yeah. Stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, is red dye for you just like food coloring? I'm not really sure what's... I, that's what I thought it was. Here, let's see. You keep reading foods. I'll read about this yeah. scientific structure. So we've got... Let's see, chocolate candy and confections, fruit juices, fruit gummy snacks, sports drinks, and jello. And this says, aside oh, wow. from food, several over the counter yeah. medications and vitamins, vitamins also contain red eye food. Hmm. That's really, really interesting. It looks like it's just a dye. I mean, obviously, duh. But, <laughs> you know, it's. I'm pretty sure it's just food coloring for. Oh my gosh. You know, industry foods. Both adults and children have reported upset stomachs, migraines, jitteriness, nervousness, and inability to concentrate after a high intake of red dye 40. Hmm. That's crazy. It's almost like the majority of things you eat, you should make yourself, which brings us back to (laughs) don't eat out as much. It's all a big circle, isn't it? Yep. Well, I think that... uh, That's what we do here. I think that's good for today. We want to apologize again for missing a week. Um, We hope you guys understand. We want to spend time with family. Um, But, as Joe said, we will see you every Monday for the foreseeable future. So, thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Peace out.